0: welcome to the human being unleashed podcast where we redefine realign and reimagine what it means to be human so that you can live a life with the health wealth and relationships that are inherently yours so hope you're digging the new podcast name i hope you're digging it hope you're digging the new podcast cover that we put out for you guys Um, you know, it took a lot of time coming up with the cover for sure. The name was really interesting. Like we were dead set on a name. Like I was dead set on a name maybe like, um, like two, three months ago. Like I was like, all right, it's going to be this because the name of my company now. And, um, with all that being said, like the name of my company is different and it was going to be pretty themed with the company, the company, the new name, Potentia, and then um it was gonna be the potentia the potentia effect. How does that sound? The potentia effect. By the way, guys, potentia comes potentia is the root word of potential. So just thought I'd throw that out there. But anyways, okay. So uh yeah, we're dead set on that name, and then all of a sudden one day, I'm just I am actually looking at other people's podcast, um, like kind of going through other people's podcast and like I don't know, no, just looking at, like, you know, kind of discovering, you know how on the podcast, this is what you might also like, or like, you know, you may also like this or so check this out too. And so I was kind of just doing that, looking at a bunch of different podcasts and then it just, a name just hit me like so hard. And it was like, this is the name. And I was like, whoa, all right, this is totally the name. So, uh, you know, Human Being Unleashed. I love it. I, you could take it in so many ways and it's just really exciting for me. So anyways, coming into this, coming into this new year, um, you know, new, new year, new podcast name, new podcast cover, new company name, um, new, honestly new business model. And it's like, so exciting. And, um, along with that excitement, you know, comes a lot of, comes with a couple of lessons that I learned this year and these lessons, I, you know, it would have been awesome to have these before this year, (laughs) However, I'm extremely grateful for the fact that I learned them when I did. And now that I think about it, I wouldn't have had it any other way because the way that I learned these things were so like impactful for me that, I mean, you know, it's like we learn through experience and I truly believe that. And um, these things, I, I decided to take the time to really reflect and I, and I strongly encourage you to do the same. I mean, there's something about reflection, like sitting down. And reviewing yourself, reviewing the way you've been acting, reviewing the the progress you've made, reviewing the, the kind of decisions you've made, the kind of energy you've been living in. And just like, you know, just being able to take note of that. And I forgot who said it, but they said a life um not reviewed or a life not reviewed is not worth living. No, it's not reviewed. Um a life were a not a life not God dang it. I guarantee one of you guys know that exact quote right now. So um, definitely drop that in the show notes (laughs) or let me know. So um, yeah. So anyways, I decided to sit down and just ask myself, okay, now what did I really learn this year? Because this was a painful year for me in terms of like decisions I had to make and just, you know, shifting so much in my business. In terms of, you know, in terms of like literally letting go of an entire business and, um, you know, that's like, it's kind of like a like a grieving period in a way, you know, um, when people say businesses are just like businesses, they're not like personal and they're not like a child and stuff like that. Like I understand, I, I mean, look, I've never had a kid, but it's kind of like your baby, really, when, like when you create something and I truly, and especially if it's like a strong service-driven company, you know, um, anyways, These five lessons that I'm about to break down were extremely pivotal for me. And I know if you can just get one of these things, it can be very, very life changing for you. And the best part about it is you don't have to go through the shit I went through to like learn it, which is the most beautiful part. So with that being said, I would strongly encourage you to really take this video. Um, I mean, take some like notes along with this, just with the five points, Um, these are the biggest things for me and I know they're going to be big for you. And even if just one of these hits and hit me up on Instagram, let me know which one that was let's talk about it. And I'd love to just support you in any way I can. So the first thing is very, very, I mean, it's so obvious, but I feel like so many people don't do it. I mean, I know a lot of people don't do it. I know a lot of people personally who don't do this. And I had to learn the lesson with some of those people in a painful way. And that is know what you actually want before you jump into something, especially if that is business. Like know what you actually want before you dive into something, um, into a certain business model into a certain, or really I'm, I'm talking really business here. Um, but you can take this lesson in, in many ways in, in all areas of your life. But for me, it was very business related. And the way that I mean is, um, you know, in one of the episodes, I believe so. In fact, it was episode 50, episode 50. And you will see the title where it is defining your reality and how to do it. I strongly encourage you to go and check that out if you have not checked this out yet. But that plays a big part into this lesson of knowing what you actually want. Whenever I first got into business, um, and I first started making, you know, some money. And um, when I mean some money, I mean, like, you know, like $10,000 a month. It's like, For the first time in your life, when you don't make money, it's like, whoa. And my mind instantly was like, okay, let's make as much money as I possibly can. And let's see how big we can get up that monthly number. And the higher and higher it got, the more and more I lost myself. And, um, you know, it got to a point where one day I went to my mom's house and you will hear about this in um, episode 50, but one day I went to my mom's house. I'm gonna just go over it real quick. And I decided to, I was looking for a phone charger in one of like the drawers, you know, homes just kind of have, you know, drawers with charges and stuff. So I grabbed one. And I mean, as I opened the drawer, I saw my old phone from like two years prior, uh, like when I lived with my mom. And I was like, oh, snap, like um, I haven't gone through this phone in a while. You know, out of curiosity, I want to turn it on. I turned the phone on and I start going through the messages. And um, I see my grandma uh, thread with my grandma who uh, passed away uh, about maybe a year prior. yeah, like a year and a half prior to me, like seeing my phone to this, like, you know, from this memory. And, um, basically she was asking me over and over again, you know, like within the span of maybe like, um, and within the span of like five months, she asked me like six times if I wanted to, uh, go have lunch with her, um, you know, go, uh, go to her house and watch, like literally watch a movie at her house, like watch Everybody Loves Raymond. We used to love that show. Um, And uh, just take her to pay less and, you know, just silly things like that. And um, each time I was like, Grandma, I'm too busy right now. Uh, I can't, you know. And it's crazy because I ran my schedule at that time. Like I ran my own schedule. I could have done whatever I wanted. And I convinced myself that I had to work 100 hours a week because that's what other people said. And um, I, uh, yeah, and it sucks because I was like, I hate talking about it because like it sucks. But that was like, you know, the last months of her life, you know, so I missed out on that. And uh, I realized I was climbing, climbing a mountain that wasn't even mine, you know. My, my business model and uh, like what I really wanted did not require me to work a hundred hours a week, but I really wanted did not require a hundred thousand dollars plus a month. Like what I really wanted in terms of like out of my business and um, yeah, it's not saying, it's not saying settling for less, but it's like saying getting real with your actual desires and like seeing what they actually are. And uh, I realized it wasn't the kind of business I wanted. I didn't want a business that just churned and burned clients. I just brought in a bunch of clients on the front end and, you know, made a lot of money, but did not build a reputable name for themselves. And um, I just didn't want that for myself. And I didn't want to live that life of working like, working like hell. And then also, you know, I got into a business partnership that, you know, thankfully we're still great friends, but it just didn't work out. And, um, you know, that was a very painful lesson and going into it, we're like, you know, we're going to turn, we're going to turn this company into um hundreds of millions of dollars like that's like where we want to go with this thing and then realizing within that you know we were partners for about seven or eight months realizing within that time that's not really what i wanted from this business in particular i was like you know this business in particular like i want to be the transformation artist i want to actually do the work <laughs> cuz like i love being the like the transformation artists that people come and see. And I love being the one that gets to witness these breakthroughs and being so young and being so, so like into this world. I'm like, you know, I really want to do this thing, you know, and I really want to be the, I really want to get into speaking and like do all of that. But with that being said, you know, hey, maybe this isn't the specific particular business or business model that makes it to the hundreds of millions of dollars. Do I have aspirations for big, big companies like that? Absolutely. Am I gonna go for that in my lifetime? Absolutely. But I realize like, hey, maybe this 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 business right here is gonna be a vehicle for you to invest and be able to generate the wealth that you're looking for. But this business here. Like, yes, you can make easily make $50,000, $100,000 a month, right? But also you can make that money with my new business model working 20 hours a week. And I realized, I was like, wow, with this business model, I'm actually living the life I want. And I can make way more money. And not only that, but it doesn't require me to, you know, do what I was doing before. Right. And, um, just getting real with that. I was like, Oh my God, I'm, what am I doing? And I had to make some power, some difficult decisions. And, um, you know, when you know what you want, it's very clear on how to get there and you don't end up climbing the wrong mountain which is like the big lesson in, in, in number in uh, episode 50 is not climbing someone else's mountain and acting like it's yours the entire time till you get to the top and beat your chest and realize really quickly, holy shit, this mountain doesn't have my name on it. And, um, that's basically what I was doing in, in, uh, in a lot of, a lot of like really the entire first half of my entrepreneurship, you know, career, I guess, but, um, Uh, you know, so that was a big one for me and I really, really do wanna like put it across to you right now. Like if you're not clear on what you actually want out of your life, like like let me say that one more time. What you actually want out of your life, it's very, very foggy on the way. And um anywhere you go, you're there. And that was a big thing for me. So and especially if you're entrepreneurs, because I know a lot of people here who listen to this are an entrepreneur. You know, it's very easy to get pulled in a million different directions at once. You know, comparison quickly sets in when you see everyone sharing their big revenue numbers and all of that. But when you think about it, when all you really wanted was a simple lifestyle, making 15 or $20,000 a month. So you can have that money to invest in crypto and stocks and, you know, and build all the and build all this wealth and um just doing what you love right but you know your investments building all your wealth and your business just serving your heart and you know um giving you a nice personal income right and um but some business coach told you you know scale to the moon so you find yourself burning out and stressed the fuck out and you know living like you know um elon musk like uh, guys i i mean like i love what that guy's doing but god he has to be one of the most miserable people i love that guy But he really does look like he's in pain all the freaking time. And um, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's not what I want out of this, out of this that I'm doing right now. And so, like, yes, I can, again, I can still scale this thing to my seven figures or whatever this takes me to. But I do, I'm not going to force this business to be a $5 million a month business. And it's something that is fucking killing me. Right. So just know what you want before you really dive into something, especially entrepreneurship. Really. That's where like this came from for me. Next is this is another business related one, um, but this can definitely take again, take it in any area you want. But that is relationships beat tactics. Relationships beat tactics tactics. And I met this one guy, I uh, forgot his name, but he, tr- he, he said like it was a trademark, which is really cool. He goes conversations over algorithms, um, or conversations beat algorithms, something like that. And I was like, apps of freaking lootly. It, it really does. Um, you know, all of my business growth, um, recently, especially with the business, especially with the current business I'm doing, you know, like, uh, like really doing this and in my hypnosis. And this is like All my current business is literally coming from just talking to people, connecting with people, genuinely interested in other individuals, genuinely interested in building a relationship at some level, some way, shape or form, having a sincere desire to get to know that individual. That alone, has got me in like some like in conversations with people that I've never in my life thought I would have ever talked to. I guys I have, at this time of my life it's so interesting the people I'm meeting and thank God a lot of them are in Austin because I can actually hang out with them but uh, um, uh anyways, these relationships are turning into some of the biggest opportunities of my life. the connections I'm making. All of it. I've realized if I lost every penny I had. I would be okay because I know the right people and I can get back on my feet because of that. I would be okay. Relationships has been something that I'm just like, why did I take so goddamn long to come around to this thing? I used to treat business like only numbers. And then you realize the numbers are built by the people and people are what run the organization. And it's like it's all people all right the vision came from an individual and it's like the people it's human to human you know so tactics will build something big they definitely will but without any real you know relationship capital without any real connections your foundation it really has no solidity and it will always fall out you know i know i know there's and build certain kind of companies, SaaS models and all of that. But like, at the end of the day, like, don't you want relate like quality, solid connections with people? I mean, it's, it's so interesting to learn about people. It's like a whole nother world when they start talking. Like that is so interesting. Anyways, that is like just a big thing for me. Next is always think five steps ahead of every decision. That is my third lesson of the year is always, always, always think five steps ahead of every decision. Now the number five, um, where did that come from? Honestly, it just came up whenever I was like really like learning, like whenever I was like reflecting, I was like, all right, five steps, all right, great. Now it doesn't mean like, you know, one, two, three, four, five. What I mean is like like map out all the possible consequences of this decision. And yes, you're not going to think you're not going to, you know, think of every single possible thing that could potentially happen, right? The unexpected is always there. But imagine if you were able to prepare for like the potential, right? That in itself will put you in a better position as opposed to just making decisions on the fly. Now, Don't let this stop you impulsive decision makers. I'm an impulsive decision maker. I make fast decisions a lot. If you ask anybody I know, one of the, I I remember one time I was asking, because I was listening to a podcast and they said, ask a bunch of people what your superpower is and you will see something in, in common. I asked a bunch of people, I asked like 30 people, I think, and it was really interesting and common. Like the overall theme was like, you do shit really fast. Like you think of something and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. And um, that is a very big strength because I'm minimizing time in between taking the action, which is a very big strength because it gets me further faster, right? So it's not this or that. It's not being an impulsive decision maker or somebody who sits down, thinks of every possible thing that can happen. Imagine if you sat down like that and thought of every possible thing. You literally wouldn't be able to live. So it's not about. It's not about you know how, how do I how do I say this? It's not about sitting down and expecting the worst all of the time. No, but it's being being very intentional with where your options are, and with where each decision can possibly go, and then choosing the most sensible one, especially when it comes to big decisions. Like yes, I'm an impulsive decision maker. And I'm also somebody who likes to weigh out my options, see what's the best thing for me and what I can potentially do, and then I'll make my decision based off of my best judgment. See, it's that and, there's no need for this or that. It's more like and, 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 okay? So with that being said, just, I encourage you to be, especially with big decisions, when it comes to starting businesses, when it comes to partnerships, especially, really like sit down and map that out. What can potentially happen? Because I, I, you know, I reviewed everything this year and I was like, okay, now, like overall, everything was great when just the overall picture. But when I look at the times where I lost like big chunks of money and just like made big mistakes, I was like, okay, now what in common was happening with each of these mistakes? Like what the heck is happening here? And I saw one of the biggest things in common was failure to think out each possible consequence from the decision. Okay. So always think five steps ahead, especially on those big decisions. If this, then that, if this, then that cause and effect. All right. It's a process I plan on making a lot of money and impact with. So definitely map those decisions out. One of the things that I did because I'm a visual person, it helps me if I draw a big circle, I write out like the, like, like the like issue at hand or the decision I can make. And then I kind of like link it like a web. Like this can happen, and this can happen and this can happen. Okay, which looks like my best. Okay, can I live with that if I were to make that decision? If it got all the way worse, can I live with that? Yeah, I can. All right, let's go for it. All right. And then massive action, quick action. All right. Now, the next thing I learned, I believe was very important for me was it's okay to change your mind. Like it is okay to change your Mind. This is especially for my entrepreneurs, who you know, because entrepreneurs like 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 me, who love building things, end up fighting themselves a lot when they have new ideas. They want to move on. Like this really hit for me this year because I feel like we're all trained to make decisions about our careers and our identities and stick with them. Like these are ultimate decisions, and they they're not fluid right? And again, this makes entrepreneurs like me, like you, who love building things. I just love building things. It makes us fight ourselves because we have a lot of new ideas that we want to move on, right? And as a fitness coach, I literally felt like I was in a cage. Like, it was painful at a point. For the last six to eight months of my fitness career, I honestly hated nearly every fucking thing about it. I hated nearly every bit of the business and I wanted desperately to do something different. Like I wanted desperately to do something different. I honestly hated calling myself a fitness coach, but like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I wouldn't know what to say. Cause I'm like, hell, I mean, I'm a fitness coach, but like uh, it never felt right for me. And um, because, and I also felt like I was supposed to, to stick to only one thing and see it all the way through. Like, you gotta stick to one thing and one thing only. Look, that is an idea. It's an idea. It's an idea, but is it is not a reality. There are some people that just naturally are visionaries. They have that kind of energy and they wanna change course. As you evolve, you should change. You should grow. Your perspective should shift and grow. Right. And look, I know I'm using the word should pretty strong here and I'm not the big I'm not the that's not my favorite word, but I'm using it right here. All right. Anyways, you know, I felt like I was supposed to stick to only one thing. But remember, guys, minds change and that is totally okay. You can be fluid as you want. You can you can be you can do whatever you want. I forgot that one quote and like, again, like this is not like quote word for word here, but it's definitely, um, something along the lines of, you know, birds fly all over the place. So, you know, you, why would you stay in one place? You know, and, um, birds can go anywhere. They got wings and Hey, we don't have physical wings, but we literally got wings. When I mean, we got the power of choice, right? So minds change and, uh, I do believe that, I mean, not believe, I know people evolve and um, it's very normal for your mission to evolve along with that. So be okay with that when your mission starts to grow past what it currently is. Um, Definitely be okay with that. And trust me, it is so liberating when you allow yourself to feel that. It's extremely liberating when you just allow yourself to be you. It's the most liberating thing, so it's a big one for me. And um, last but not least is your strength lies in your shadow. Your strength lies in your shadow. This um, most, you know what I would have to say if I would have pick one out of all these five in terms of which has been the most impactful for me and the biggest, I would say number five. Your strength is lies in your shadow, and um, you know shadow work became a real big journey for me this year, especially towards this end of the year. You know, as a hypnotist, I I literally help you know people heal the darkest parts of themselves by making them conscious of it. You know, I'm not the I'm not like the hypnotist that you know just gives uh, certain mental commands and certain suggestions to just get you where you're going because that's kind of just throwing a lot of stuff on top of what's actually causing the problem in the first place. And, um, you know, uh, there's no running from your stuff when you work with me, right? It's like you become conscious of what's holding you back. So you can lit like you can transform it when you become conscious of it. Like, you know, you gotta become aware of that. And, um, little did I know I was like, witnessing people embrace their shadow and turn it into light. I was witnessing people face the most, like the most hardest parts of themselves in terms the darkest parts of themselves in terms of ideas and thoughts about themselves that they didn't even know that they had. And, or they did know that they had, but they were rejected for so long. Seeing them, you know, embrace this part of themselves is exactly what set them free from whatever else was, holding them back in terms of what specific thing they come to me for. You know, this is huge for me because growing up, there were so many parts of myself that I always rejected and turned away because I felt so damn ashamed about it. Like there was, okay, you know, I'm about to be really vulnerable here for a second, like very, Uh, but you know, I love you guys. But one of the things that, was I shamed myself a lot about was I was a very sexually curious kid in the terms of, I always like, like I was always interested in sex like no matter what, since I was a little kid, like my first girlfriend ever, I was already like exploring what the heck this sex thing is. And for with every other partner after like my mind was there and, um, I thought that was such a horrible thing. Like such a sin to be so curious about what sex is. And that alone. I felt so like wrong for that. And um shoving that part away. But the reality is, is that is the animalistic nature. That is like the animal part of ourselves. <laughs> like that part is a aspect of this personality. And, um, there's nothing wrong with that. And let's be honest, kids are the most curious, weirdest little people. Like, like I've, I've literally seen kids. I remember one time being at a play, being at a park and I was watching my nephew and there was like three little boys all by this. Um, like, uh, I don't know. It was like some kind of little mountain thing you can climb on anyways. Uh, and then like, I straight up looked at them and all of them were like showing each other their things. And I mean, they were all like three years old. Like they were really young. And um, hopefully, I'm pretty sure the parents saw them. I looked away immediately. <laughs> but like that, that natural curiosity is a natural energy in us that we shut away, you know? And um, that was like one of the things for me. And learning how to embrace these parts of ourselves is what makes us whole and it's not about being good it's about being whole like again i forgot who said it maybe Carl young or if he didn't somebody else um i need to get way better at figuring out who says the exact quotes that i remember um but it was i'd rather be whole than good because it's not about being good a good person is not somebody who says i can never kill somebody a good person is who is somebody who says i can kill somebody however i just choose not to because they understand that there is an aspect there, there is that aggression in them that absolutely can pull a trigger, kill somebody, do whatever. It's a part of themselves. They're not denying it. That is power. That is power. What you suppress and what we're least willing to face is typically what runs our life the most. Let me say that one more time. What we shove away, and are least willing to face is typically what runs our life the most. Like my mentor says, and he probably got this from someone, but he says, what you suppress, I mean, what you resist, persist, it will persist until it expands and it will expand until it explodes. All those compulsive parts of yourself, all of those painful emotions, um, all of those patterns that are very not fun. We can just put it like that. Or coming from a part of yourself that has unmet needs, that's begging for your attention. So just remember, your strength lies in your shadow. It's truly in the darkness where light can only be seen. Light cannot be seen anywhere else. Light cannot be seen anywhere else. Okay, when it, and when it's all light and you shine more light, you can't even see it. In other words, when you're all, you know, positive and positive and positive and you act like nothing negative ever, ever, ever happens. And I know I was even like that at a point of my spiritual journey, all right? Like when I learned about the, all the law of attraction stuff, I was like, oh my God, only positive thoughts, not going to focus on anything negative, only positive and I was shoving away so much parts of myself throughout that journey. And it made me unhealthier than you could possibly imagine. Although I was like in the best shape of my life, I was very unhealthy, energetically, emotionally. And, um, you know, I came off a completely different way. And I acted like I was okay a lot of the times when I wasn't. This year was the first year of my life that I was fully okay with not being okay. And I understood what that felt like for the first time. And it felt fucking amazing. And I, it's, it's crazy because like... When you feel okay with not being okay, you're okay. (laughs) It's crazy. And um, I used to think that you guys would think I was some kind of a fraud if I had my own shit to deal with because I'm this mindset guy and I shouldn't have this kind of shit to deal with. But I realized I'm a mindset guy because of the way that I handle my shit and the way that I deal with it and sharing it with you guys. And um yeah so those are my five lessons this year and um, I really hope you know one of those hit for you in some way shape or form if I just wasted the last 31 minutes and 49 seconds of your time I'm sorry actually it's not 31 minutes because the um, uh, podcast intro anyways um, yeah thanks a lot guys hope this was a great podcast uh, be, be on the lookout for some I know I said this last podcast too guys but we got some amazing people coming on for interviews and um, you're just gonna be excited so if you haven't yet go ahead and smack that subscribe button just open it up right now whatever you're doing if you're driving if you're stopped definitely do it if you're not pull over right now okay open it up smack that subscribe button so you never miss another episode smack that five-star rating so guess what um, Apple does boost the algorithm and here i am popping up on other people's stuff which means you're going to be spreading the impact more and more and more leave a review what does that also do that boosts the algorithm up so you get to spread the light more and more and more take a screenshot of this episode hit me up on instagram tag me on instagram put me on your story i love you guys thank you so much have a wonderful fucking amazing 2022 i know it's going to be amazing i know it's going to be like truly amazing for you. And it's going to be amazing for you because you're going to embrace every single part of it. Okay. That's why it's going to be amazing. So I'm going to be right there with you seeing you here every single week. And um, I will see you guys next week for some more. Well, I honestly lost. I mean, I had no idea what I was about to say after that. I was like hoping that more something would come up, but it didn't happen. So here's a pretty boring exit.